You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Rewind Football Fantasy. Fantasy Football Rewind. Welcome to Fantasy Football Rewind. My name is Tony Cicada. We've got a big show for you. We've got Jenks Seeley's rankings and we've got player updates. And the first player update we got Jonathan Stewart is uh, not practicing on Wednesday. He has long battle foot, ankle, and toe problems. This could easily be a Veterans Day off. So we'll have to look and see what is going on with a Jonathan Stewart. But one guy. That's going to make fantasy owners think about what they should do with him. It's got to be Greg Olson. He's practicing in full for Week 14 against the Vikings. He activated his surgically repaired foot in Week 12 against the Jets, set out Week 13 against the Saints, and he's going to be back and ready to go against the Minnesota Vikings. Other tight end, Zach Gertz, though, issues. Remains in lead concussion protocol. Um, in this one, he missed Week 9 with a hamstring injury. Now has suffered a second concussion in the past two calendar years. Trey Burton will get the start if Zach Ertz is unable to go. Uh, Trey Burton is a guy that can physically play the position as a tight end, as a quality receiver, and you should grab him if you're a Zach Ertz owner. Jordan Reed will not play in Week 14 against the Chargers, and you look at Jordan Reed, and I'll tell you right now, it's hard for NFL teams to think about what they would do going forward for next season. Like, how can the Eagles concentrate and say, hey, we're going to come back with a good team and we're going to make sure our guy, Julian Reed's there? Because, man, it doesn't it just doesn't work. I mean, the guy is not able to come back and he's not able to play. Uh, you got to go elsewhere. You got to go elsewhere. So that's where we got to go. And I'll tell you right now, tough, tough call with the Redskins offense losing such a dynamic player in our guy, Jordan Reed. I hate to see things like that happen. Guy is so good, you can't stay on the field. So it always is. How good can you be if you can't stay on the field? It's a very sad situation. But you knew coming in that that's what was going to happen if you were a Jordan Reed owner, right? You knew that was going to happen if you're a Jordan Reed owner. So you look at that and you say, damn, what do we do here? How do we go after it and how do we put it all together 
You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. My name is Tony Cicada, and we are ready and raring to go. And we're going to make sure you get all the rankings you need to put together a fantasy roster. That's crazy good. Crazy good. So stay tuned for more, and we'll give you some more player updates as the show goes. Um, Joe Mixon owners, not encouraging there. He did not practice uh, today. Doug Martin did return to practice. Chris Hogan returned to practice on Wednesday. And that's an issue. That's that's issue, right? Um, he'll, he'll get him back. He'll be better than ever with the Rob Gronkowski. Maybe they need him back and they push him. Sterling Shepard missed practice today. We've got a lot of things going fast and furious. So stay tuned for more for Fantasy Football Rewind on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Sussman from the Roto Experts in the morning and, and listen, we could all use a little help sometimes. That's why I talk to three guys every single day and they help me with my fantasy teams. But if you need help with your fantasy teams, and you probably do, you should purchase the Roto Experts Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football In-Season Package, featuring weekly lineup ranks, chats with our experts every single day, and player cards for every player in the NFL, including reports from InsideInjuries.com. You cannot beat it. Don't set your lineups without checking the Roto Experts Exclusive Edge In-Season Package. Are you new to Daily Fantasy? Are you a veteran? Either way, you can better your chances of winning money and lots of it by going to DailyRoto.com. Multiple people have become millionaires thanks to the guys at Daily Roto. Why not take advice from the experts? You can become a millionaire too. Just go to DailyRoto.com to rock Daily Fantasy Sports. Are you sad like a little puppy? Because the lineup luck show brought to you by DailyRoto.com is now doing the NBA 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern. Don't be sad. I got Scooby Snacks for you. That's right. DFS Today brought to you by DailyRoto.com on iTunes. You get DFS information every day. Fantasy football, quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, tight ends. Subscribe to DFS Today brought to you by DailyRoto.com on iTunes. Does your fantasy football team suck? <laughs> Did you draft David Johnson with the first pick? <laughs> I can help you out. Go to iTunes, subscribe to Stand Up Fantasy. I will make your whole life better and put a little smile on your face, make you happy. Maybe you find a significant other just by changing some bowling shoes. Maybe you'll worry about things a lot less. Stand Up Fantasy at iTunes. Subscribe now. 
If your credit card bills have gotten out of hand, call Consolidated Credit now. If you're making the minimum payments, but your balance is just not going down, call Consolidated Credit now. If the interest rates on your credit cards are so high, it will take years to get out of debt, call Consolidated Credit now. They've helped over 5 million people with credit card debt. They can consolidate your debts into one lower payment, reduce your interest rates, and get you out of debt fast. If you're struggling with credit card debt, the first step is yours. Call Consolidated Credit now. Call 800-220-3479. 800-220-3479. That's 800-220-3479. Consolidated Credit Counseling Services Incorporated, 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33313. Not a loan company. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services and by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation. Maryland DM19, Oregon DM80031. Licensed by the Virginia State Corporation Commission. License number DC32. Absolutely getting it done. Are you ready and raring to go? Are you fired up? What the heck is going on, my peoples? Here, we got to get into the rankings and get you ready for week 14. How about Marcus Peters? That Kansas City secondary has been absolutely terrible. And now Marcus Peters uh, is out week 14. That's a killer, man. It's not a killer, though. Fantasy players, right? We always have the positive and the negatives whenever you go at it. And here's a positive. Jake Seeley in his rankings with Chris Beanie and Justin Boone, the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and they're ready and raring to go. For the latest, uh, Jake, also congratulations to you, bud. FSTA, two nominations for you. Analyst of the Year, Most Outstanding Social Media. Well done. Congratulations. <laughs> Yeah, for that second one, I said they obviously don't know well enough of the fact that my responses always check the link. So. <laughs> I saw you tweet that yesterday. It's just like, check the link, check the link for the latest. And again, you guys know the drill. These are half-point PPR rankings. PPR, standard, whatever you're looking for. We don't get to a guy that you want to know about. Check the link for the latest. Hit up Jake on Twitter. Leave us a comment on our Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page. Jake, want to get right into it? Let's go running back. Let's, let's see your let's top 10, it. man. Top 10, it's pretty easy. Le'Veon Bell, Alvin Kamara, LaShawn McCoy, Todd Gurley, Melvin Gordon, Mark Ingram, Kenyon Drake, Leonard Fournette, Devonta Freeman, and Giovanni Bernard. Here we go. Let's start with Giovanni Bernard. Uh, you know, if you haven't tuned in by now, Jake and I, along with Joe Pizapia, we kind of nailed this one the other day, Jake. We were talking about certainly in Yahoo leagues, you can go up and just take a flyer, Justin, on like a backup running back. And we were more sure. talking about James Conner in case anything happened to Le'Veon Bell. But we did mention Gio in there, and Joe Mixon suffered that concussion. And Jake, you said it. If if Mixon misses any time before this even injury even happened, you said if he misses any time, this guy would be an RB one for you the rest of the way. And right now, he's inside your top ten with an opportunity to do some damage for, for sure. somebody heading into the playoffs. 
pick this guy up off the waiver wire, all of a sudden he's a top 10 back. Just remarkable. It, it is. And the fact is, if you look at it, he's always been productive. He, you know, we have this player, Giovanni Menard specifically, even when Jeremy Hill was going off in this first two or three seasons, Giovanni Menard still had PPR values in RB2, flex value in non-PPR, talented player. And now with no Joe Mixon there, they don't, I mean, they will sign somebody, will call somebody up, but there's no touches or no, competition for touches. He's going to get at least 15 carries and 20 touches combined. So if you look at that, you know, how can you not have him as an RB1 just on the volume alone? And then last week when he did get those 13 carries, we're talking about almost six yards per carry. So I don't think he's going to have that over the course of 15 touch, or 15 carries, 20 touches, but he's exceptionally productive. And if you look at when we'll get to immediately, as soon as you get to the 11 through 20, we're already talking about split backfields. Heck, Devontae Freeman's dealing with the technical split backfield. Yeah, where, where do you uh, have Gio at this high? I mean, obviously, it's early here. We're talking on Wednesday, and not a lot of people ranking so far on Fantasy Pros. The consensus is 26 for this guy. I mean, that's a little low. I have him ranked as an RB2, not quite as high as, as Jake on him this week. But, I mean, it looks like Mix is going to be out. They're on a short week. They played Monday night. For him to get through that concussion protocol would be kind of surprising. We've seen it happen before, but it would be kind of surprising. And Gio, in the times that he has been given those lead back touches, he's looked good when it's yeah. happened. So it, it is exciting if you got him this week to have a guy that you can slot in your lineup. Like I said, for me, RB2, when we're looking at, you know, uh, half point PPR, full point PPR, then I think we're talking about borderline RB1 at that point. Yeah, because we already know he can catch. He, he's had plenty of games for before. Sure. You go look at the game log. We talked about this, Jake, yesterday on On Target. You go look at the game log from last season when this guy was getting, you know, 15, 16, 17 carries. He was also getting about eight or nine targets in some games. There was a time when we thought that Gio was going to step up and really take that role and be the number one RB there. Yeah, which is too bad, too, as well for Mixon, because Jake, I mean, he finally had a, had a really good game was starting to come into his own. Well, and the offensive line has been playing better over the last three weeks. It's still not anything that you're like, oh my gosh, the Bengals offensive line is a great unit, even a good unit, but it had been improving. That was part of the reason Mixon wasn't getting hit two yards in the backfield anymore. And once you get him to some space, he's so dangerous. So that's why that's the other reason that you have to like Bernard. There were some signs of improvement on that offensive line. So if you're seeing Jake on the full screen, there's two things. You get back up on that full screen. I mean, I see the Eli Manning jersey there, of course. I mean, we'll yeah, he got to move to the rafters. Bit. Do I have to bring him back down from the rafters? <laughs> you're going to dust him back <laughs> off. And I see he's he's ranked and and could be an option for somebody out there. It, certainly in superflex leagues, two quarterback leagues. But you see there, check the link. We've been talking a lot about that. Check the link. Selling now. Info on the website, rotoexperts.com. Again, check the link. You can order yourself a T-shirt. you got to do it by Friday. Is that correct? Yeah, I want to get them out for Christmas. They can make oh, a good nice. Christmas gift. So I, in order to, to get them out by Friday to get them to me so I could turn around and put them in the mail and get them to you, I have to basically get them done by the end of Friday. All and right. maybe if we're lucky, we'll get them for Christmas as gifts from Jake. Well, we'll I'm say. hoping. I'm really hoping. <laughs> I don't hoping. like anybody that. Uh, I mean, I, I would I would rock one for the show for sure. Okay, only one Chris, more. Chris, you know that. I mean, I, Joe wanted one for free, and I told him he's sending me money. Come no, on. it's true. Yeah, you wanted one for free. Uh, and that's just not going to fly. I mean, Jay can't afford to just pass it. Hey, put it this way: if you guys want to, if I sell a hundred, I'll sell you. I'll send you guys one for free. All right. So, guys, check the link, order away. I mean, also vote. So, Jake. I mean, the social media king here. This guy is—he's giving away T-shirts. Okay, one more guy, Jake, in this range. I suppose we should mention Kenyon Drake. Absolutely, Kenyon Drake. I mean, it finally came together. It was a, a tough matchup for him, but he had 120 yards and a touchdown. We knew he had that big play ability. 
And with Williams out of the lineup, he got to show it even in that tough matchup. So I think as long as Williams is out again, we're definitely looking at him and him as a, a low-end RB1. What's your thoughts on Drake, uh, Jake? I know he's been frustrating, but yeah, no Williams. This guy had 20-plus touches and he was involved in the passing game as well. Yeah, I said in the past on this very show, it's like if you had just somebody who wasn't very familiar with football and just watched the game, they would say, hey, that running back's better than the other one. What's the deal? And that's the truth is Kenyon Drake's more talented player than Damian Williams. And with no Damian Williams, similar to Giovanni Bernard, you're talking about 20 touches almost guaranteed. Whether or not they're down and getting hammered by the Patriots or not, he's going to be involved because he's also involved in the passing game. They have injuries with the other players behind him, Sonoris or however you want to say his first name, Piercy, and all the rest of them. So... Another 20-plus touches for him, and I think that his explosiveness is a big reason why he's up here. I think another guy worth mentioning in this range, too, is Mark Ingram. Uh, limited on Monday. We're recording this right. on Wednesday, uh, but he missed practice on Tuesday. Whether that's the team resting him, knowing they're playing on a short week and hoping that they can get him you know, closer to full health, uh, we'll see. Uh, if he doesn't practice on Wednesday, and I haven't seen the practice reports yet, uh, we, we might not see him out there. And at that point, if Ingram was out, is there something better than RB1 that we can make Alvin Kamara? I don't know if there's like another level we could put him at because he would reach that level for sure this week. 0 0.5. <laughs> 0.5. It'll be like, just, I mean, jokes aside, it'll be interesting to see what he will do with, you know, 20 touches, Jake, because we haven't seen that yet. I mean, he's been balling out and you're obviously going to start him. We, we talk about putting him up as high as we can put him up, but... What do you think he would do with, you know, 20-plus touches? Because I don't even think he's had a game well, with, like, there's, 15 carries. There's carry. two sides to this. There's one is, wouldn't this be the most Mark Ingram thing ever to let you down right at this point <laughs> after everything going on? This is, like, I'm talking him starting, not, not yes. being out. It's actually he started, and then he's limited and gets you, like, three carries for 15 yards, and that's all you see from Mark Ingram. And then everybody's justified in hating Mark Ingram. With Alvin Kamara, here's the one thing that I'm worried about Kamara with is the Lamar Miller factor. For the years, we were saying, oh, we want more for Lamar Miller. We want more for Lamar Miller. Look at what he does on the per-touch basis. He's so amazing. He's inside the top five, top ten. We just talk about per-touches. And then we see he can't handle being a workhorse. You look at Kamara, similar to Darren Sproles in the past and other team players on this team, C.J. Spiller. He, I don't think he can handle a workhorse role. He's not built for that. I worry that similar to Lamar Miller, that if they try to treat him that way and use him throughout the entire game, that maybe he still has the same level of production, but it's going to be less efficient because it's going to be on more touches. So I'm not knocking him down. Like I would still have him right behind Le'Veon Bell. I just think the people out there are thinking for DFS purposes or thinking what they might do and go with more risk in their lineup. I don't think all of a sudden he's going to go from scoring 25 points to scoring 40 just because he's getting 20 touches. And I think if we're talking about just one game, I'm not as worried about him wearing down and that affecting sure. him. I think with Lamar Miller, it's we see over the course of a season, it really starts to get to him and he can't really handle it. So I would still be fine with, uh, I don't think Kamara would be affected that much on, on one game. Yeah, I mean, if you just think and say, hey, you just give this guy five or six more touches, who knows, maybe he can get to 40, <laughs> 50 fantasy points. He's only had three games this season with double-digit carries. A week 10, 12 carries, and it was his best his best day really on the ground, 106 yards. Uh, it did come against the Buffalo Bills. Okay, let's dig a little bit deeper here, 11 to 20 running back rankings. 11 to 20. Oh, hold on. I didn't put the numbers here. That was a mistake by me. <laughs> so, <laughs> Samaje P. Ryan, Rex Burkhead, Lamar Miller, Deion Lewis, Kareem Hunt, Marshawn Lynch, Jamal Williams, Christian McCaffrey, Alfred Morris, and Carlos Hyde. All right. So, Burkhead. Burkhead is, this is the first time Burkhead has been here. It's been James amazing man. all year. It was Gillisley early on in the year, and then it was James White, and it's Deion Lewis, and then now it's Burkhead. But, Jake, both of these guys 
certainly startable for Lewis. I mean, he's been at least 15 touches in, in four straight games. And the same thing in back-to-back -back games for Burkhead. And he's the guy who's getting the goal line work right now. And that's the biggest thing, is Burkhead getting the goal line work. But Deion Lewis had been the touchdown, the lead option before this. The biggest factor we said with Burkhead before was, as long as Chris Hogan's out, you feel better about him. I still feel comfortable with either one. And, you know, look, if I'm the one saying I feel comfortable with the Patriots running back, <laughs> you basically might as well just lock him in 100% guarantee confidence in your style because I'm the last one to come over to this side of the, the fence over here. So I think at this point, because you look at it, is with the Mike Gillisley inactives, James White's taking a backseat, although James White did pop up a little bit last yeah, week, so did. just be forewarned it is Belichick. But at this point, you're watching the usage week in and week out, and I think that they're they're kind of the poor man's version of the Saints backfield, but not in your typical poor man's where they're like bad options. They're just not quite as good. I I totally agree. I think I think they're both RB twos, and you know, although Maybe maybe we should worry that Belichick has us right where he wants us. The fantasy playoffs are starting. We've exactly. totally bought in. There's just two of them now. And then he's just going to come out, and James White is going to take everything away from them. We'll see. Yeah. I think the, Do you have Burkhead ahead of, of Lewis? I uh, I don't. I still have Lewis ahead. I, I still like Lewis. I like the way he's running. They're both playing really well, right. and, and I'm confident playing both of them. But I do have Lewis slightly ahead. Um, the guy in this range that I think is the most interesting to talk about is, is Kareem Hunt, though. Uh, you know... We're finally seeing him. We have to drop him down at this point. The, he's in a good matchup, but the, the expectations have to be lowered. You know, owners are going to make a really tough decision. If you have one of those guys, you know, the, the Kenyon Drakes, the Gio Bernards, uh, even Peyton Barber, if, if Doug right. Martin's not playing, um, I would consider all of those guys over Hunt. And it's, it's sad to say, um, but that's where we are now. And, and Jake, I'm curious your thoughts on it. Yeah, I, I don't feel even that great about it. having him there. The half-point PPR helps. And this is just really has nothing to do with Kareem Hunt. It has nothing to do with him wearing down as a rookie. It has to do with the fact that the touchdowns are going – or the touchdowns – well, yeah, the touchdowns obviously went away a long time ago. The touch is going away. He had one touch in the first quarter, one in the fourth quarter last week. This guy's hovering around 12 per game. Until Andy Reid gets his head out of fill-in-the-blank – we can't do anything. We can claim, clamor up and get complain all we want, but unless Kareem Hunt's getting back to the 15, 20 touches, I think that, you, to your point, this might even be a little bit high. I still think the talent in the matchup gives him that slight edge over the concern of, you know, Doug Martin is back this week, that Peyton Barber. I still think they will go with Peyton Barber, who we're about to see. I just, I, I still got to go with the talent of what we've seen with Hunt versus one and a half games of Barber. But I understand the trepidation by anybody out there that has Kareem Hunt at this point. It's just crazy to think that you made it all the way to your playoffs and you might be able to bench Hunt. Yeah, I mean, in all the leagues that I have Hunt, I'm in the playoffs, and I don't even know if I'm going to play this guy. It's, like, to your point. I mean, and to also your point, Jake, this guy had three carries in the second half. I mean, you mentioned Andy Reid. He wasn't even play calling in that game. He gave it up. And yeah. I thought maybe Hunt would get more work. And no check Hendrick West to, to just steal a couple looks in, in the passing game. And having Hunt really fail in a couple of really good matchups recently is the scariest part yeah. of all of this right and I think we're just gonna have to, everybody's gonna have to consider we'll obviously be taking your Twitter questions you know all week right up until uh, Sunday kickoff uh, you know if you're faced with one of these difficult decisions hit us up and, and we'll do our best to decipher it for you absolutely P Ryan uh, I expect him to bounce back in in a good matchup you know he missed some time last week he was dealing with concussion protocol missed an assignment as well uh, and that had him on the sidelines, but he still totaled almost 70 yards and has been involved in the passing game without Thompson. Jamal Williams, uh, I'll go to you first, Justin, about Jamal Williams. 
having Aaron Jones come back last week. Now, he didn't touch the ball a whole lot. He did in overtime, got the touchdown. Did it shy you away from Jamal? And how do you feel that backfield playing out with, with Jones a little bit more healthy, I suppose? I think I am going to slowly lower Williams because I think Jones will get more work the healthier he gets here. I think they are going to work him in. I still have Williams right up there as an RB2 this week. Um, you know, but I do think as we're going through the fantasy playoffs here, Jones is going to get more involved. And I wouldn't even be shocked if Jones overtakes him again because I do think Jones is the better back of the two. It seems like whoever gets that opportunity in the backfield in Green Bay puts up the numbers. I mean, we've seen Montgomery put up numbers. We've seen Jones put up numbers. We've seen Williams put up numbers. It's just getting that clear shot of the backfield is the key. So I think fantasy owners, um, I think Jamal Williams, I, I, I think he puts up the numbers this week. And you'll be safe. Stay tuned for more from the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. never gets old. All right, everyone. Two truths, one lie. I was going to be on The Real World. I play the oboe, and I saved a kid's life. You definitely never saved a kid's life. I'm serious. Last summer, I donated bone marrow to a kid who had leukemia. Saving a life. The truth is, it's easier than you think. Learn how at DKMS.org. <laughs> who knew we were living with a hero? A <laughs> hero who plays the oboe. <laughs> Hey, I'm Jeff. Look, I'm just a skeleton. I don't have an ACL anymore, but I'd still like to know what it means when one of my fantasy players sprains his. That's why I use the Inside Injuries app. It was created by real doctors. So you're getting information directly from people who have seen, touched, and operated on actual ACLs. Take it from me, a skeleton. If you aren't using it, you might as well just be guessing. Download the free app today unlock the secrets of injury analysis. What's going on, Maria? Let me tell you something. You look excited. I'm so excited. What are you excited for? Uh, Lineup Lock Live, which is our show every Sunday on Fantasy Sports Network, Dish, Television, YouTube Live, and on the Fantasy Radio app. I'm excited to wake up early with you on Sunday mornings, 9 a.m. Eastern Time, all the way to kickoff. Four hours. Absolutely. It's going to be the two of us, Emery Hunt, and a cast of experts. Experts that win fantasy football championships and they want to help you win too. So we'll talk sit starts, we'll talk injuries, we'll talk weather, and we will take your calls and yes. questions and help you win your leagues and win that cash. So good, so fun, so excited. What I can cannot I say? think of doing anything else on a Sunday morning. I don't need eggs, I don't need <laughs> prayer, I just need lineup lock live 9 a.m. to kick off Eastern. Be there. Play on Fantasy Draft, the only daily fantasy site where every head-to-head contest is rake-free, including contests you create. Fantasy Draft also gives you the ability to block up to 25 players from entering your head-to-head contest. With a $1 million prize pool and 200000 to the winner, Fantasy Draft is running their inaugural NFL Live Final, the Carolina Million. Sign up today at FantasyDraft.com with promo code FNTSY and experience players first for yourself. Fantasy Draft, daily fantasy on a level playing field.
Ezekiel Elliott, Carl Anthony Towns, Corey Seager. Those are the rookies of the year, much like the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. The fastest growing fantasy sports network on radio is completely free, 24-7. Listen to us live at FNTSY.com slash radio or download the app right now in the Google Play Store or on iTunes. Does your fantasy football team suck? (laughs) Did you draft David Johnson with the first pick? (laughs) I can help you out. Go to iTunes, subscribe to Stand Up Fantasy. I will make your whole life better and put a little smile on your face, make you happy. Maybe you find a significant other just by changing some bowling shoes. Maybe you'll worry about things a lot less. Stand Up Fantasy at iTunes. Subscribe now. Back to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. This is Fantasy Football Rewind. My name is Tony Cicada, and we've got things going on, man. We've got things rolling. What we got rolling is Jake Seeley's rankings alongside Justin Boone. He's ready and raring to go. And of course, Chris Meany. So here's what we got from the guys. The guys that you love, the guys that you uh, want to make your friends. No, we don't need the music. We need the guys. We don't need the band. The band gotta relax. They gotta take it easy. We want fantasy numbers. He's surprising, but earlier in the season, Jones had beaten him out for the job. So if Jones is healthy, there is a chance that happens. For this week, I think you're safe to play Williams, but I would expect I have him a little bit lower than I've had him the last couple weeks, uh, just because I do think Jones is going to get more work moving forward. What's your thoughts, Jake? Yeah, the biggest thing here is, too, is, you know, beat reporters are often doing a lot of what we do is the taking the best information they're given and, you know, make their informed opinions. Well, there was one earlier today who's been covering the Packers for 20 years who said that when if Aaron Jones is healthy, this team still believes he is the front running back. Uh, I disagree on, on Justin, but that's, you know, we're not always going to agree on everything. I like Jamal Williams more. I think that he's starting to cure one of the biggest problems, as I said, running to the back of the offensive lineman. And once that goes away, the skill set I like overall better, but people, we have different opinions. But the one area that I do agree with is that I'm concerned that the Packers still feel that way about Aaron Jones. So that's why he's down this range. Cleveland's run defense has been strong enough. Uh, I definitely am concerned the healthier Aaron Jones gets that Jamal Williams might not be the guy that looks like he was for the past two weeks, which could be like a playoff savior. And a quick side note on Jones there. How tough is it when you rank a guy low? And I ranked Jones incredibly low last week because I thought he was still banged up. And you're totally right all game until the last play of overtime when he scores a touchdown. Derrick Henry. One carry for 20 yards and a touchdown. <laughs> and Derrick Henry, too. I was in the same situation. We're not even into Henry yet, but Henry oh, had in the 40s. Henry had in the 40s, and I was like, oh, I'm, I'm finally uh, you know, going to nail one of these <laughs> Titans 
running That's backs. Been tough all year. And I think in a standard league, he would have ended up with about three points. Supposed to run out the clock, and then he busts out a long touchdown run, and all of a sudden, at the end of the early season, he's an RB three. He's um, done that a couple times. He has done year. that a couple times this year for sure. Okay, let's uh, let's move on. Let's get a little bit deep. It's just really hard not to play Jamal Williams. I understand yeah, with Aaron Rodgers. It's really tough uh, seeing what he's done over the past couple weeks to sit this guy. Okay, twenty-one to thirty. 21 to 30, Carlos Hyde, Peyton Barber, Jordan Howard, Alex Collins, Jarek McKinnon, Latavius Murray, DeMarco Murray, Frank Gore, Derrick Henry, there's those guys, Duke Johnson, and Jay Ajayi. Okay, so Doug Martin, haven't heard a whole lot about him. I know there's some reports on Monday that he remained in concussion protocol. Jake, if he does not play in this game, where would you move Barber? And if he does play in this game, I mean, do you feel like, we, we, we said this on On Target yesterday, and you get your thoughts in a little bit, Justin, is that, you know, maybe they just move away from Doug Martin. I know he's still signed with that contract, but he has had every opportunity this year 100%. with these carries, 20-plus carries, and he did nothing with them. Barber in two games, limited sample size a couple weeks ago, had the two touchdowns, and he caught balls in the passing game, four of them, and he had over 100 yards last week. Yeah, this thing is, I actually think they're going to go with Peyton Barber going forward. I think Doug Martin sprinkles in a little bit just because he's still, yeah, hey, maybe there's still some talent left over. But we had it in the season. That's what I was saying. He had two good years and three miserable ones, which one last year was a miserable one. I think that this rank, this actually ranking is with Doug Martin. I have Doug Martin all right. the way down at 50. So if he's out, I would move Peyton Barber, but not up that much. I know last week was impressive, but. I would play him over Marshawn Lynch. It's kind of that Kareem Hunt discussion that Justin was alluding to before. I, I'd probably start to debate that kind of move. Yeah, if Martin doesn't play, I'm pretty sure I'm going to roll with Barber over Hunt at and this I, point. I have them ranked that way. I have Martin out of the rankings, and I have Barber up at 17. And like I said, that's right around that Kareem Hunt range. What if Martin comes? What if he comes back and he plays in this game? Then I think I'm probably going to rank them about evenly. I wouldn't feel comfortable at that point because that would tell me that the Buccaneers staff is probably going to make a foolish decision and they're going to put Martin back in there and give him a bunch of touches. That worries me, but I think they would be smart to let's see what we have from Barber this year, see if he can be a piece for you next year. I mean, the guy had 102 rushing yards. Like you mentioned, four catches, 41 yards, and the week before scored two touchdowns. So he showed he can do that as well. Uh, you know, see if you could have a back next year who could maybe enter the season as your RB1 because I don't think they can go into next year with Doug Martin as the guy, and I really think that they're going to part ways with him after the season. You agree with that too, don't you, Jake? Yeah, absolutely, 100%. Yeah, okay. All right, two Titans backs in here. I think we just treat them how we've been treating them all year. We, we kind of just joked about Derrick Henry. I mean, I don't want to rank this guy as a top 30 running back, but, hey, I mean, he might get up in the game, and, and here you go. <laughs> He's going to run out the clock and get the touchdown for you, Jake. Yeah, I don't know how you can feel good about starting either one of them. At this point, if you want to go Derrick Henry over DeMarco Murray, that's fine. If you want to go the other way, uh, the, the, the proof there is what happened last week. You know, Like you just said, DeMarco Murray relying on him more. He's the one that still sees the red zone opportunities. And then Derrick Henry could bust off a run like that, or Derrick Henry could just monopolize the second half of the game. So it's just a frustrating situation. I hope, Hopefully you don't have to deal with it. Hopefully you made it to the playoffs and you weren't a Titans backfield owner. And the only thing we can say is that the gap does seem to be narrowing. The, the touches are very close. It's pretty much a 50-50 split, but that makes it even harder now for fantasy owners, which is the unfortunate part. You like Murray more? I still have yeah. Murray ahead. They tend to put him in there at the goal line. Yeah, you kind of got to give him the slight edge. You're not always going to get those big, long runs from Henry. Before we move on from the Strangers, is there anybody else you like a little bit more? I mean, the, the Vikings guys side-by-side side here. We, we mentioned the Titans guys. 
Uh, Ajayi is in the top 30. That's a little bit higher than we've seen over the past couple weeks. Yeah, I, I do think we're starting to see. I still think it's going to happen. It's not. He's never going to take over the whole backfield like maybe I'd hoped uh, a few weeks ago. But they're going to lean on Ajayi. And that is the way to attack, I think, in that game is going to be with the running game. Another guy, though, I think worth mentioning is Alex Collins. Dealing with migraines, we you know we saw that sideline uh, Sterling Shepard. We've seen that sideline other guys in the past, and Harbaugh seemed to express some concern yeah, he about was it. Concerned about yeah, it. so there is a chance that you know we might see maybe a little more Buck Allen than uh, than expected in that game if Alex Collins can't go. Jake, if there's no Collins, where would you move Buck Allen up? Fringe uh, RB three, RB two. Yeah, probably RB three. And the fact is, you know, you expect more Denny Woodhead too, and so that's the biggest problem here. Is that, it's that backfield is kind of a committee to begin with. Alex Collins is the only one that you can really trust. Uh, and then you look at without it, I think it would still be a three-headed committee with uh, getting Terrence West back active again. Ajayi finally led the way for the Eagles. I mean, I kind of heard you chuckle a little bit, and eventually over time, I mean, is is this the game? Where I mean, I have a bit a, more usage. I have him as a sleeper this week. I, okay. I talked about it in the right. comments. Like every single week, carries under ten yards. I've been the one. I, you guys know this. I've been the one that has been railing against them this entire time. But if there's a matchup where you can take advantage of it. And maybe he can get to 12 or 13 carries and can just obviously get one of the big runs and get the touchdown out of it. This is the week to where, you know, I don't want to start him in my playoffs, but if you need an RB3 and you're looking for the upside, he's definitely got a higher ceiling than most anybody in this range. And, and I actually saw him too. dropped in one league. I, I picked oh, wow. him up in a shallow league. So oh. if he is out there, take a look if someone I think would be foolish to drop him at this point. Yeah, the Rams allowing the third most fantasy points to running backs. Who knows? You're right. And then next week, the Giants. Next week, Oakland. Maybe he gets a little bit more play. It could help you out uh, if you get by this week. Okay. You you know, you know mentioned Jakey being a tough spot to start a Giant. We're probably going to be in a tough spot to start any of, the, of these other guys we're going to talk about. Let's see him anyways, uh, 31 to 40. Yep, Orleans Darkwa, Theo Riddick, Isaiah Crowell, Tevin Coleman, Mike Davis, Matt Forte, C.J. Anderson, Danny Woodhead, Austin Eckler, and Bilal Powell. What do you make of this? the IRS $10,000. The IRS garnished my wages. They put a lien on my house. The IRS is the most powerful collection agency in the world. They do not give up until you pay. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. I called Tax Solutions Now and a great big weight was lifted off my shoulders. I called Tax Solutions Now and they got the IRS off my back. Tax Solutions Now had my wage garnishment lifted in 48 hours. Tax Solutions Now can get you help. Our agents know the rules can stop the pain and get you the best deal we connect you with a team of former irs agents and tax professionals who will get the irs off your back we saved our home and overcame the most powerful collection agency in the world call tax solutions now time is running out 
Call 800-910-9962. It never gets old. All right, everyone. Two truths, one lie. I was going to be on The Real World. I play the oboe. And I saved a kid's life. You definitely never saved a kid's life. I'm serious. Last summer, I donated bone marrow to a kid who had leukemia. Saving a life. The truth is, it's easier than you think. Learn how at DKMS.org. <laughs> who knew we were living with a hero? Um, a hero <laughs> who plays the oboe. <laughs> Have you written a book and want to get it published? Then call Page Publishing at 800-955-3793 immediately. That's 800-955-3793. Page Publishing is looking for authors of all types of books. And unlike most publishers, Page Publishing will take the time to review each and every book submitted to them and give you their feedback. If they like what they read, they'll get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, the Apple iTunes Store, Barnes & Noble, and other outlets. They handle everything. Editing, cover design, copyright protection, printing, publicity, and and distribution. So if you've written a novel, children's book, cookbook, inspirational work, poetry, or a biography and want to get it published, then you need to call Page Publishing and do it immediately. Call 800-955-3793 now for your free author submission kit. Again, for your free author submission kit, call 800-955-3793. That's 800-955-3793. Your road to fame and fortune could very well start with this simple phone call. Call Page Publishing at 800-955-3793 for your free author submission kit. With Thermospa's unique built-in thermofiltration system, you simply fill it with a garden hose and your water stays crystal clear with very little maintenance. Right now, they're offering 0% APR financing with approved credit and a $1,250 savings coupon. Call Thermospas today at 800-603-6422 for your free DVD videos and brochure. That's 800-603-6422. Call 800-603-6422 today to take advantage of 0% APR financing. Are you ready and raring to go? Let's get back to the guys and see what they got and what they're bringing to the table this week. Some reports out of Detroit that they were going to go away from Amir Abdullah anyways. Now he suffered the injury and he couldn't suit up in that game. Theo Riddick, um, you know, you're not feeling too good about him, are you? No, well, you can't. Touchdown, which surprised me. They went to Tion Green. Yeah. I, I, they refused to ride Theo Riddick. At least it went up from his previous touches. Every time that Abdul has been out, his touches have gone up, but they've not gone up to where you want them to be, similar to some of the other running backs we were talking about situations of, you know, like a Camara, although I definitely think Camara's 10 times the talent that he is at this point, the, the touches just aren't going to ever get into that 15 to 20 range. So if Abdul is out again, I think this is a fair spot for him because you're going to see some T on green again. Yeah, T on green. Where do you have T on green? In the 50s? Oh, yeah. Same. Theo? Yeah. I, I don't really want to play him. I'm, I'm not a huge guy. Yeah, I especially when you see Green, especially when you see Green come in and, and do a lot more yes. on the ground with his touches. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd be very scared. I, I always think Riddick's chances at a touchdown are very low. So 
not a guy that I really want to you know hang my hat on as a, an RB three or a flex play there. All right, let's. Um, I mean, Mike Davis is, is I guess interesting, even one of the hottest pickups. Jake, uh, we, we mentioned him on on target as well. Uh, this matchup isn't as nice as you know what people may think against Jacksonville. Um, their defense obviously is good. Their run defense has been a little bit better lately. Thoughts on Davis? He looked good. Yeah, they, uh, he'll, he'll go up a little bit if the practice reports show him still monopolizing the backfield, and that's where I really think he will be, the Seahawks, running back the rest of the way. Because we've seen him. Thomas Rawls has nothing left since the injury, unfortunately for him. Eddie Lacy's toast. The big thing, J.D. McKissick only saw nine snaps and very little work in the passing game, even with you know him basically being the second option at this point. It comes down to, I want to see a little bit more, and Mike Davis might move up a little bit once I see that. And then also, the matchup's not good. It's basically, since Marcel Darius came over, that run defense is coming close to being on par with the pass defense. I just don't want to start anybody except right. for a tight end against the Jaguars. And right. let's take a second and give Davis props for that one play where he made about half oh, a dozen defenders look miss. Looked fantastic. I know I've gotten some questions, people asking about Chris Carson potentially coming back, because Pete Carroll's mentioned that. Pete Carroll always is overly optimistic about players' health. I wouldn't be too worried. It's a possibility, but I wouldn't be too worried about that. I think Davis, and I mentioned before, we're not going to mention too many guys looking ahead, but Davis is one of those guys that has pretty good matchups. The Rams and the Cowboys, week 15, 16. I would be much more apt to play him in those games. I, I've dropped him down to this range because of the matchup this week. See, I agree. I feel like he's a good pickup. Maybe you don't have to play him this week. You look at the matchup this couple weeks, and Jake, you nailed it. I mean, McKissick, he was hardly involved in... And for Davis, he was catching some balls into the backfield, so that was really uh, surprising for sure. Okay, um, let's just see who you have all the way let's up to 50. Let's just see what's here. Let's yeah. just see let's what's just... here all the way up to 50. Oh, yeah. Carwin Car Williams, Rod Smith, Devontae Booker, Jonathan Stewart, Tariq Cohen, LeGarrette Blunt, Adrian Peterson, DJ Foster, the entire Arizona backfield, Doug Martin, and Marlon Mack. Three Arizona running backs in this range. What the heck is going on? Kerwin Williams came out of nowhere. I didn't even know this guy was going to play last week until the very, you know, end yeah, of Sunday. Yeah, thanks, Cardinals. Yeah, like, early reports that this guy was going to miss some time. I got all excited about right. TJ Foster, and <laughs> that did not work out. Kerwin Williams, if Adrian Peterson doesn't play, like, how far... I mean, I wouldn't even think about playing Kerwin despite last week's performance, but how high no. would you rank him? Uh, you probably fall into that, like, Orleans Darkwa discussion. I think that's be a fair range for him. But, yeah, it was basically like the reverse Pete Carroll. It was like, ah, oh, he's, he's going to miss a couple weeks. Surprise! He's yeah. our starter and getting 20-plus touches. Enjoy. Uh, what's your thoughts on Kerwin Williams? One of the most added guys, one of the most dropped guys, and then last week's performance, nobody had him. Yeah, I if, if AP misses, I have him in that sort of flex RB3 range right around, you know, 30 to 35. Okay. And, and you know, with as confusing as that Seattle backfield is, as soon as Davis gets going, Chris Carson will come back here. <laughs> no doubt. And they'll screw everybody over for week 14. Well, and another 14. spot where we kind of got screwed over last week is that Broncos backfield. It seemed like C.J. Anderson was getting put out to pasture, and then all of a sudden last week, he came back in, led them. They started getting Jamal Charles back well, in. Well, that's another one. And we Booker. Didn't get the information. There were some reports Booker he was sick. Yeah, yeah was, that that was the thing. A lot of guys apparently on that team had the flu, and they're saying that that might have been the reason for Booker. Yeah, so we'll we'll see moving forward. These guys have played like they've had the flu all year. And yeah, you know, I I wouldn't feel comfortable starting any of them. Booker, you would have Booker. I mean, you, yeah, let's move on. I mean, you're not playing <laughs> Booker. You're not playing C.J. Anderson. Let's not you didn't make the playoffs if you're that concerned about this range. You're right. Okay. For sure. Let's um let's see your top twenty quarterbacks. Let's start uh, right. with number start one. Start at the top. Yep. Even after only getting ten points, Tom Brady at number one. Carson Wentz, Alex Smith, Philip Rivers, Drew Brees, Russell Wilson, Jared Goff, 
Ben Roethlisberger, Matt Ryan, and Dak Prescott. All right, Dak Prescott back inside the top 10. Goff is in there, Wentz is in there. Uh, these guys going toe-to-toe, leading their team's number one offense. Both of these guys actually tied points per game. All right, I guess the, the big guy to talk about here is Russell Wilson. And um, I'll go to you first, Justin. Do you have Russell Wilson this right in this range at six? I, I don't have him that high. I have Wilson as a low-end QB1. I have him at 11. Um, obviously, it's a tough matchup. You know, we're, we're looking at a team, you know, the, the Jags have only allowed, uh, you know, a QB to top 250 passing yards once this year. That was Roethlisberger, and he threw five and picks. He threw, five, he picks threw five picks in that game, right? Um, and, you know, there's only two quarterbacks that have, have thrown multiple touchdowns against them. So an extremely, extremely scary matchup. All the receivers uh, on Wilson's team have very difficult matchups as well in that game. But... I still have him as a low-end QB1. And that's the reason being he is playing so well. I think he's playing at an MVP level. You know, I think he's going to be able to make, when the play breaks down, Wilson tends to be able to make those, those big plays. I think that's going to happen in this game still. I think he's going to put up the best uh, fantasy quarterback day against the Jags that we've seen this year. Um, so unless you have a really good option on one of these guys that we have listed uh, above, I'm still putting Wilson out there. Blaine Gabbert had the best performance against the Jags. I think it was 18 Never thought you would have said that before the Never. Season. I never, yeah. ever thought I would say that as good as this defense is playing. Jake, we made the list yesterday. I, I think yep. he's still – I like this range where you have him. Um, I would play him even still probably um, over Drew Brees. But, I mean, I have a hard time benching Russell Wilson. He has 86% of the Seahawks yards from scrimmage this season, which is by far an NFL record, 29 of 30 touchdowns. Jake, I know where you got him in the rankings, but I mean, I have a hard time in benching Russell Wilson despite this tough matchup. Yeah, and that's what we talked about yesterday. Yeah, you and Joe are a little bit higher than I was, but I think this is a fair spot. Joe loves him. Joe would have him like quarterback two, I think. And the only reason why he would have him quarterback two is because Brady's his boy. (laughs) <laughs> Pretty much. The fact is, you mentioned it, though, the 86% of the team's offense, and the other part of it here is, too, is we broke it down. He can throw one touchdown to Jimmy Graham and get 50 yards rushing with a t- touchdown on his legs, and right there, actually 50 in the touchdown with his legs, you're already at 11 points. And then if you look at it, maybe he throws for only 200 and one touchdown, put those all together, and you're around right at 20 points. And I think that if you look at this, he will be the first player. There hasn't been one yet the first quarterback to have a QB1 performance against the Jaguars. Yeah, it's fair. Um, just re- it's, it's a really intriguing matchup. It's good. And you saw what Philadelphia did against them last week and just get a lot of pressure. And I feel like that's what Russell Wilson wants. I mean, he wants you to come at you and then he moves around and then he gets everybody missing assignments. It'll be really interesting to see the kind of pressure that they dial up against Russell Wilson. Would you play Big Ben over Russell Wilson? I have Big Ben one spot ahead of him. Yeah. I do. Even in a, even in a oh. tough matchup. Uh, I still think Big Ben uh, can deliver, even with Juju out. Um, I, I think he's going to come through in that game, and I, they're very close. I know right. Jake always talks about we're talking about our projections. It's a very, very slight difference. We're talking about one spot. Um, but if I had to make a decision between the two, I still would go okay. with Big Ben. All right, let's uh, let's see 11 to 20. 11 to 20, Cam Newton, Jameis Winston, Matthew Stafford, Kirk Cousins, Josh McCown, Case Keenum, Derek Carr, Marcus Mariota, Jimmy Garoppolo, and Brett Hundley rounding out the top 20. All right, so some quotes here from Jim Caldwell is that uh, Stafford, not out of the woods yet. I don't know if anybody saw how big his hand looked. It did not look pretty disgusting. It's disgusting. This is, I'm surprised it's not broken. Um, 
at all. stepped on with cleats. Yeah. Can you tell me how your hand's going to feel after that? We'll get to the wide receivers in a little bit, but this is a really good matchup, Jake, and you can you see probably what you're going to get on Sunday is a lot of Stafford questions, I'm sure. I'm sure, and we're going to have to watch this all week. Obviously, if he has no issues and the swelling's down and he's throwing fine on Friday, he's going to move up, as will the wide receivers, as you mentioned, once we get to them. But as of today... There's no way I'm hanging my playoff hopes on somebody who's struggling to hold the ball and grip things is what the report are so far. I, I just can't do that. And the fact is, Matthew Stafford can be inaccurate, can let the game get away from him and start making some terrible decisions when he lets pressure get into him before having a hand injury, which is, again, it's his throwing hand. And he's having trouble gripping the ball. I will ha we'll see it again. I'll ha I have Tate higher because those are the closer throws and safer throws, but I don't feel good about any of these three, and I would say four because we don't care about Eric Ebron at this point, though. <laughs> no, absolutely not. We haven't cared about him in a long time. Stafford, the consensus is eight. And that's where I have him. Yeah. I, I saw him up there, but that's definitely one we're going to have to watch the practice reports. What are you all doing? Week. You're supposed to be the cautious one, and I'm <laughs> I know. Last week, last week, you took the injury guys out. Now this week, I'm putting them in. Uh, <laughs> until I want to see, you know, he hasn't missed time yet, uh, and I want to see the practice reports this week. You know, a lot of time between now and, and Sunday before they play. Um, and you said good matchup. It is a good matchup. Definitely the best matchup he's had in at least a few weeks. Yeah. He had the, the Vikings and the Ravens the last two weeks. So very unfortunate for fantasy owners who have had Stafford. He's played pretty well up until this point, and they might not have him this week. Jake, who would have thought week 14 that some people would be playing McCallan in Denver against the Broncos? That is kind of crazy. And this is the Fantasy Football Rewind, so stay tuned. We'll come back with more rankings right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. or alcohol problems? If you're depressed, drinking, and using drugs, you may need help. And the Affordable Care Act guarantees coverage of substance abuse. I knew I could get myself out of this. I just needed some hope and some help. I took the first step to recovery when I made the call. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-894-5559. 800-894-5559. I feel like I'm losing control. I'm afraid I'll lose my job or even my family. Call now for hope and help with proven gentle recovery programs. I never thought that I could be somebody who didn't drink and use drugs. I'm in recovery, getting the help I need. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-894-5559. 800-894-5559. 800-894-5559. 800-894-5559. 800-894-5559. 800-894-5559. 800-894-5559. 800-894-5559. 800-894-5559. 800-894-5559. 800-894-5559. 800-894-5559. 800-894-
friends. If you want to win at Fantasy Sports, wouldn't you listen to people who have already won at Fantasy Sports? I'm here to tell you about DailyRoto.com. Don't be intimidated by the DraftKings and FanDuel Sharks, even the Fantasy Draft Sharks. The guys at DailyRoto.com have not only won a million dollars amongst one of the writers, but they've created three others. That's four people who have won millionaire contests from this content alone. Don't be fooled by screenshots talking about $25,000 winners from other places. Go to DailyRoto.com where they have a proven track record of creating millionaires. DailyRoto.com. Come Greg Sussman say you. Muscle Maker Grill was made for baseball season. Muscle Maker Grill supplies you with delicious, healthy meals that will give you energy to cheer on your team week after week. Whether you're craving flavorful salad, packed wraps, or guiltless entrees, Muscle Maker Grill has you covered. Hosting a game? No problem. Our catering packages will have your whole team satisfied with flavors ranging from Italian to Tex-Mex and much, much more. Visit MuscleMakerGrill.com for your nearest location and have a winning season. Does your favorite fantasy sports show pair banging on the table demanding shots? Drinks on Greg. Drinks on Greg. Drinks on Greg. With deep, smart Kareem Hunt analysis? If not, then I think the fantasy BFFs are for you. Every weekday at 11 a.m. here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network and on YouTube Live, join Greg Sussman, Frank Stanfield, Mike Florio, and NXT wrestler Eric Young for some of the best, most enjoyable, most imaginative fantasy analysis out there. Don't get your fantasy from boring people. Yo, this is the Fantasy Football Best Friends Forever. Check out the Fantasy BFFs 11 a.m. every weekday only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network and the Fantasy Sports YouTube page. Join the family at Modell Sporting Goods. Visit your nearest Modells and sign up for our MVP rewards program to receive insider deals all year round. Earn points on every purchase when you use your MVP card to earn Modell's cash back. It's our way of thanking you for being a loyal customer. Upon signing up, receive 10% off your purchase and 15% off your next purchase. It's that simple. Plus, new MVPs this month are eligible to win a $500 Modell's gift card. When you got to play more and pay less, you got to go to Mo's. Welcome back to the Fantasy News Desk right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Tony Sincata here absolutely getting it done late in the morning, 1 to 3 a.m. each and every night. We do it because we love it. It is the time of the year where we got to ramp it up and get it done. And Jake Seeley and the guys, Justin Boone, Chris Meany, these guys are getting it done. They're making it happen. They're making you a fantasy stud. How many times have you been called a fantasy stud? And you think about everything you want in life. Fantasy stud is one of those things you got to say yes to. Yeah, I'm a fantasy stud, right? That would be the thing. 
coming up number two, our number two with the Fantasy Football Rewire. We got more rankings, man. More rankings from the guys who are the best in the business. And we got more answers for you as you put your fantasy season together. So stay tuned for more on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. My name is Tony Cicada, and this is Fantasy Football Rewind. <laughs> 